Hello and welcome to the Ponies Help Children podcast. I'm your host Callum Stevens, and today I'm joined with Heather Stevens, the CEO of the charity, and also we've got a guest today, Kirsty Ritchie, who is one of our main members of staff that we have working with us. So she's going to shed a bit of insight onto the blocks and outcomes that we've recently seen in our most recent block, and get to know her just a little bit better. Okay, thanks for the support so far. A massive shout out to Derek Gray from Audio Bubbles for all the support so far. They're sounding really good and the feedback's also been excellent. So hello everyone. Hi. Hello. So Kirsty, you've been here for about 18 months or so. Why did you come in the first place? Why, why, what appealed to Ponies Help Children so much that you were like, I would love to come and work here? Well, a friend of mine on Facebook shared the post and I looked at it. And at that particular time in my life, I was probably very, very tired, very, very burnt out and absolutely looking for something different. And I scrolled past it and I scrolled past it and happened to say to my husband, look at this. And He burst out laughing and said, well, the perfect job doesn't exist. Well, it does now. So it looked like the perfect job for me. So I applied not actually expecting to get it. And I did, and I was very happy. Very happy. So, yeah, it's just, as I say, the time in my life to take the foot off the gas and just have something a bit more for me. Love working with kids. Love working with ponies. So, what's not to love? It's quite amusing hearing Kirsty talk about this being foot off the gas because if, for anyone who knows Kirsty at the charity... I wouldn't say this is easing off and like a easier part of life. It's not, I don't feel it's work. On a Sunday night, I'm not going, oh no, I've got work tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I've got work tomorrow. <laughs> well, that, that's always a positive, isn't it, Mum? It's absolutely. And Kirsty has brought a breath of fresh air. She's brought direction, leadership. She takes so much responsibility off me. She's my team leader. And yeah, we have a good laugh together. We we always talk about that when when we work with eighty young people a week, it is hard going. It's hard going on us, but when we are behind the closed doors and we can have a really good laugh about other life situations, and it's it's good crack. We we support each other in in different ways, and so far, touch wood. It's been good fun. Very good fun. I do I do love it. That's superb. So what is it that you do on a day-to-day basis here at Ponies Help Children? My day starts with coming in nice and early and I make sure all the ponies have their breakfast, have their hay, and then I wait for other people to come and help me and we get them all organised for sessions. We put them to the field if they're not needed. And then we, if we're doing sessions, we will get organised for sessions. We're ready for our young people. Excellent. A running theme in a couple of our podcasts is talking about special horses to us. Is there any that you've got that um, you get excited to work with with a client or something like that? That's not a fair question. Heather, very kindly when I started, paired me up with Foxy. So I do get to work with Miss Foxy quite a lot. But there are a few other pretty special ones so yeah they're all they're all pretty special and it's lovely to see how their individual characters respond to the children that they're working with 
to what makes Foxy so special. Just because she is. She just is special. She's a special girl. She's kind. She's very caring. She's a little bit feisty, but we like that about her. Does she keep you in line? Yes, she does. She does. Does she teach you right from wrong? Yes, she does. And she laughs at me. I'm sure she laughs at me when she sees me doing silly things as well. So, yeah. Excellent. So today we're going to follow on with talking about um, the sessions and more of the outcomes of the block. Mum and I did a podcast a couple of episodes. Please do go back and listen to it if you've missed it. Talking about what a block looks like and how a session is structured. But if you could speak to me a little bit more about potentially the exit packages and what are some of the key highlights that you've seen in our most recent block? So I think we have to start at the beginning, which is unfortunately week one. And we see the young people coming in and we can have some very dramatic responses where the children are just, wow, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. We can get responses of children being so anxious and nervous that they don't want to touch the ponies. I'll just watch, I'll just watch today. And then within a few minutes, we can support them to touch the ponies and the relaxation in their faces as soon as they make that first contact is something to see, I have to say. And then we'll have the children who maybe aren't really sure and that continues for a while, but that maybe takes them a little bit longer to feel safe and feel the safety that we offer here at PHC. So when we work through the weeks and you see that relationship growing and you see the children develop that relationship with the pony and with a bit of support with the handlers and their relationship developing there too, it does become a safe place and they go from being I'm too frightened to touch this pony to chatting away to you while they're grooming their tail themselves and they're standing appropriately behind the pony or they're brushing their feet and they haven't noticed and they don't remember that that first week they came in they were too frightened to touch. So it's quite nice when you have that relationship with the young person to say do you remember your first week when you stood here and you didn't want to touch? You were too frightened, she's too big. And then you realised, actually, I don't notice that now. And then we can talk about how that's a personal achievement for them and how they can take that into other areas of their life. Remember when something's a bit scary and overwhelming, you can say, I did that and I can maybe do something else as well. We encourage the parents to take pictures of their young person on week one so that they can see the difference between that and our later on picture that we take which really does capture the either the fear or the anxiety or whatever it is that the young person comes with on week one to see that melt away as the weeks go on and that's exactly what you're talking about Absolutely, and there's times where we can have young people who you and I have both spoken about the Heather, they can come to week five and they really haven't looked fully engaged, but perhaps that's their level of understanding. Maybe that's where they are, maybe that's where they show their emotion or it's not safe for them to show their emotion. And a, a young man, week five, just asked me outright, why is she here? And we're talking about Foxy, why, why is she here? Why, why, why is she here? And I said, well, I explained she didn't have the best start. And actually didn't go into too much detail and just said, she knows what a hard time is. So he decided at that point that he was going to move up to Foxy's shoulder and start brushing her shoulder. And he said, I know what a hard time is. And at that point, he started to discuss what his hard time had been and, you know, losing a family member. 
and he just continued to brush her and he was telling Foxy all about it. Now, I have worked with children and young people for 21 years and worked with children who have experienced trauma and I have got some trauma-informed training, but there are still times when you get the, the legs taken away from you when you see that emotion, not helped by the fact that Foxy chose that precise moment to wrap her neck round the boy and hug him. And I'm, oh, okay, I need, a, I need a minute here. It was something incredibly emotional that when you had seen that little boy previous weeks, you weren't sure that he was maybe getting very much from it. So we need to be careful as service providers that we don't assume that somebody's not enjoying it or they're not getting anything from it. It can take time for that element of safety. Is it safe for me to discuss my feelings? It takes a few weeks to get there. I think it is really important to show that characteristic that pony cell children can offer that that sets us apart from other kind of therapies of like talking therapy and stuff like that, that we offer them the horses and the horses are just completely non-judgmental that they'll stand and listen and will just absorb it, all of this emotion and just give out love back. Yeah, it is love back. So that's what's really important for us to be able to offer that service. That we are just there as facilitators really just watching this madness unfold that we, we can't really comprehend really but it's just raw emotion really. Well when we talk we use pace quite a lot that's something that Kirsty's introduced and when you think about it the horses use pace so we want to explain to our audience what pace means. Pace is an acronym for playfulness, acceptance, curiosity and empathy and it's used in trauma-informed care that you would like to try and approach your young person without confrontation. You want, and it's about building safety. Nobody can do anything unless they feel safe. You won't eat unless you feel safe. You won't learn unless you feel safe. You won't grow unless you feel safe. So it's about us. And the ponies do it. And I think the ethos of PHC is safety. Safety for everybody. The ponies, the volunteers, the children, the staff. This is a safe place. So we grow with that. So the playfulness... The ponies can be playful. When you have a relationship with a young person, you can, you know, you can have a joke, you can be an appropriate joke. The acceptance is, we're going to take you how you are today. I understand that maybe you're not in the same frame of mind you were last week, but still come because this is what we're here for. We'll take you as you come and the ponies will take you as you come. Curiosity, we might wonder why you're not the same as you were last week. I'm wondering... What's going on for you? I'm wondering, maybe Foxy's wondering what's going on. Or I'm wondering why Foxy's feeling a little bit unsettled today. Is there anything you can want to talk about? Can we chat about that? And the empathy is just part of what we do. You know, we're not going through it. And as young people say, this is the best hour of my week. The number of times we hear that, and that's what we have to make it. This is the best hour of your week. Superb. That, that's what we're looking for, really, from as many of our children as possible, that... They all come with different outcomes, but ultimately they're only going to reach those outcomes if it's enjoyable. And once you break down that, this is really confined and this is really strange, the, the, the moment they start to relax and go, this is actually quite enjoyable, then you start to see these other barriers getting broken down and be able to really tap into other emotions. I think it's a really good point you've made there because, yes, we might have a... 
we might have a session plan. Heather might say, this is what we're looking to do. But the, the sessions are user-led, the service user-led. If we have a young person who wants to groom for a little bit and just stare lovingly into Misty's eyes, just telling her how adorable she is, then that's okay. They're still getting something from their session and they still want to do the lead work. And there can be others. We have a, a, we had a group of young women who it's okay, could we stop grooming now and maybe do the lead work because they just loved doing the grooming. And it's and we have young people who are non-speaking autism who will struggle to settle in school, but they just want to sit quietly beside the pony. They also want to rest against the back of thread on the wall and just be and not do anything. But this is the first time they've been calm all week. That's that's okay as well. That's what that's what we offer. That's brilliant to hear about these goals that we're overcoming and really happen into more and more emotions as we continue to progress you start to talk to him about like the second half of the block and starting to move towards the end absolutely again we can have very very mixed emotions a lot of our young people are all they all say that they're sad that the block's ending and then they can move into their exit packs and the knitted ponies it doesn't matter how much you say that oh i'm i'm, I'm 16 and i don't really like knitted ponies they love knitted ponies. Everybody loves knitted ponies. So they get a knitted pony that resembles the pony that they've been working with. They get a picture to reflect the connection between them and the pony they've been working with. They have a rosette because they've been fabulous. And just a little letter for whoever's at home to just explain why they've got this. The exit packs are well loved and well received. When we have, um, in the last week, we had some schools saying that the children, older children, were a little grumpier than usual coming because it's the ending. Nobody likes an ending. So it's about us as volunteers and staff to make that as nice as possible and remind them, let's reflect on the week, the weeks that you've had and you leave with good memories, good feelings. And we can have, we've had tears because we've been leaving and we've also had anger because the young man has been on a couple of blocks and he knows how it feels and his parting shot, and this is about the acceptance, we have to accept him how he is. He loved his session, but when it came to the ending of getting his little gift, he decided he didn't want it, and he decided he was going to leave, and as he walked out the door, he gave us some rude hand gestures, just because he was hurting. He's not in a position to be able to do an ending without it being painful, and hopefully he'll come back, and we can continue to build on that, and maybe make more of a conversation about how are we how can we make this last week better for you how can we make it easier for you for this ending because it's just not something he's ready to do yet absolutely loves his pony adores his pony doesn't want to not doesn't want to say goodbye effectively he's had too many goodbyes in his life 100 percent. another one it's another goodbye do you think he will come back for more sessions do you think that that is a service that he would benefit from it's possible. It might just not be ready to be in a position to have the conversations about about endings. He might just have too much going on. But it would be nice that that would be an option for him in the future that we could work through how to support him with an ending. What would he like to see happen? Would he like to not come on week eight and finish up on week seven so he can have seven good weeks? Mm-hmm. But then he's in control of the ending, which probably hasn't happened in in his life. So he's 
at this moment he is in charge of that ending. He wants to to let he wants to sh- make you think that he is okay and he doesn't need us. He's not bothered. I, I don't I don't care that I'm not coming back. But we very much know that he is bothered and we want him back. We, we want to make that difference and soften his his anger to endings. Bless his cotton socks. Cracking me, boy. Have you got, out of the, the year and a, a bit that you've worked with us, without obviously naming names, have you got a special relationship that you have seen flourish between client and horse and hopefully yourself or maybe you've witnessed it with someone else Yes, absolutely and it has been with Foxy just to see her so relaxed almost sleeping when she's being groomed it's very, very nice a tease, not tease Foxy but we have a standing joke when Foxy's a little bit unsettled she does the slosh she paces from side to side and I sing the words of the song to the slosh does that help? Um, not well. Not well. Does it help her relax? you singing. I think it's more if we reflect on when you first start and the pony doesn't stand still, you think, what am I doing wrong? Now you just go with the acceptance of, oh well, she's feeling a little bit overloaded today. She's feeling a little bit unsettled today. That's okay. And tomorrow she'll be fine. She settled beautifully for this young woman to the point that she could leader herself which to lead Foxy by yourself is not is not easy and that was absolutely fantastic to see it really is fantastic to see these um, challenges starting to fade away as much as possible and it's an understanding that we aren't going to solve all of the problems new problems will arise but just being able to give the tools to be able to navigate society and their daily life that little bit easier is Fantastic if we can help provide that. This was a young woman who was too scared to touch Foxy and then to move into that relationship. So again, it's look at this barrier you've overcome, this anxiety that's held you back and look what you've done and look what you're doing. It's absolutely incredible. Do you remember the the young lady that came who was self-harming and Foxy sniffed her arm and it was as if to say, you're okay there, we've got you. It's moments like that that you just, you, you end up needing to, to take a, a look away because the tears are just, just there waiting to come out when you see Foxy's love and appreciation and understanding just oozing out of her into that young girl. Absolutely. It's, it's mind-blowing to see. No, our horses are definitely special and what, what they can provide to all of our Clients and volunteers that we we see, um, we've touched on it in the past of this magic that it's not understandable to us. We don't fully understand how it happens, but we're just there to support it happening, whatever it is. Absolutely, come and see us. So, is there anything that happens in between our blocks? So we run our blocks for seven to eight weeks, give or take. And then we have a couple of weeks break. Is there anything that we do in that period that can keep our clients in touch with our ponies? Absolutely. There's a fantastic option of our come and see sessions where very, very relaxed. There's not any real structure or plan. It's a drop in, come and see your pony, 
it's something of opportunity to try ponies help children for the first time without committing to a block or if there's somebody particularly attached to their pony it's a great opportunity to come in and just spend some really nice quality time with them and they run and we have summer blocks they run over a few weeks it's on the Facebook page so that should be advertised well and it's absolutely worth doing just to keep that connection going Yeah, we do still give little breaks for our ponies either side of the coming seas before the next block but yeah, it's fantastic to see just that reconnection Just it might just be for one session is all we need and then cool, no problem, I'll come back next, come and see because I don't need a full block at this point in my life but the option is very much there of if you would like to come, if you would like to find out what it's about, please do. Just keeps that connection going and the door is always open. They're used yeah. quite a lot for your primary sevens transitioning into first year. The the sort of regular clients have, have been known to come at the end of the summer holidays just to help get the anxiety back down before we hit the, the high school. Parents love that. Obviously the, the young people do as well. But it just gives them that little touch base to to sort of regulate before we head head off. And again, if you've had a maybe not a great first year, moving back into second year, it's used for that. So it's it's a great opportunity where you you can come Tuesday of one week and it needs to be Thursday of the next week because you're away or whatever. It's a lot more flexible than what the, the, bo- the blocks are. But opportunities for young people to come and and have a shot. Like what Mum was saying, it's really good to almost subconsciously recondition our brain of I remember coming to a charity during a hectic period and by the end of my session I was really enjoying it and I felt so much better and potentially you're going back to school or something like that and it's getting your anxieties going up and being able to recondition and go back to the ponies and go Actually, yeah, it's okay. I remember I can deal with a lot of challenges and I have got the skills to be able to manage those. It's bringing the the anxiety down to a baseline, I would think, so that we are ready to cope with, with the heightened anxiety of moving schools. So, as Mum says, you've been highly influential part of our team, bringing a completely different dynamic to... Ponies Help Children with your past experience and leadership positions and that understanding. What changes have you seen in the last 18 months that have, because Mum and I have spoken about them, but Mum and I have been with the charity since formation of what have you seen in the last 18 months and what are your hopes for the next 18 months or two years? I have to remember that when I joined, I joined with Fred was established. There was already volunteer, a strong volunteer group. So I guess I have been known to like a spreadsheet and like a little bit of paperwork. So I do like the the office bit of getting organised and everything's at a glance. The volunteers have, have been fantastic. We've had a volunteer recruitment day, which was fantastic as well. I just had said to Heather, oh, we'll get a couple of our volunteers in and just have a chat to the people that show up. So when a sea of people showed up, I was very responsible and walked up to Heather and said, you're talking to everybody, bye. And left her to have the chat in front of everyone to make sure that they all knew exactly what we were looking for as I 
went off to find a piece of cake. Um, and a spreadsheet. And a spreadsheet, yes. Just to see the, the sessions have grown and obviously in my first year for personal development, there has been the relationship with the volunteers, the relationship with the staff team, the relationship with the ponies has been quite, you know, important, obviously. So to see that, to understand the personalities, because Heather is, you know, helping me to match children to ponies. So you need to understand a little bit more about that. I still rely very heavily on Heather's knowledge for lots of things, but every day is a school day and, you know, I'm here to learn as well. So just seeing that going forward to, I would like to be doing a little bit more with sessions, confident more with sessions, and I would like to see our CEO and co-founder doing more CEO and co-founder things. More. <laughs> Less of the day-to-day stuff and more of the, more of the, the, the development that you have a drive and talent for. So that's what we would be looking for. We are looking and we have recruited a development officer. They are looking to source some training just to offer opportunities for people who are with us. We can't give everybody a job, but if people do decide that they want to take on some additional learning to support their volunteering, then that's something that we are looking to, to do. And that be volunteers of all ages, our young volunteers will have some options and so will our older volunteers. And just having some volunteer days and look forward to a calendar in the summer where people can drop in and undertake whatever training is available. That's fantastic because we do have quite a lot of young volunteers who come with a wide variety of qualifications and needs. needs. Yeah, and we're able to support them with the charity. However... Being able to say supporting mental health isn't really much to go to an employer with that I'm able to manage my own mental health now because that's a massive challenge that we've been able to support but to be able to go away and go actually I've got such and such qualification in communication or teamwork or something like that, personal development so yeah it's really exciting to see this new member of staff in our team and I I feel that's our next big push and we'll almost definitely pushes into our next generation of bonus out children. Well, I think it's quite interesting that what we're sitting mid-year and you asked me at the beginning of the year what was the aims for this this coming year and it was developing young volunteers and we're halfway through the year and we are achieving that. We are, we're, we're, we're getting our goals. Is there any challenges that you can perceive in the next couple of months moving or a couple of months into year or so in the development of Pony children from your front? We are very privileged to have children from all different areas and backgrounds and we are noticing that some of our children are coming in with more complex needs, higher levels of anxiety, which is resulting in maybe a little bit more of aggressive behaviour. The only concern that I have is that that will continue that concern because it's easily done. I, I'm happy to work with these children. But if I'm working with these children, I'm not taking sessions. 21 years of working with children, 20 of those years have been with children, trauma-informed. We were a foster carer, foster family for nine years, and then I went to work into residential services, various management positions, but a position within residential services. And I miss the kids. I would far rather work with the children. So there's a lot of experience there, which is nice to have. 
But if a child needs my support, then they need to have it. And it's fantastic to have you on our team to be able to play to your strengths and work with these challenging children as and when we require. Absolutely. I think you've brought that next level of clients to Ponies Help Children. Your experience has enabled us to be able to help these children get the most out of their their life. Excellent. Thank you very much, ladies, for our conversation today. I hope you all enjoyed that listening at home. Please do remember to go and like and subscribe at home. Share this podcast far and wide. And we'll be back next time. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.